This is the Coach's Wife Life Podcast, where Kristen Urgel, a longtime TV sports reporter and college football coach's wife, goes one-on-one with her fellow coaches' wives. We will uncover the stories of the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life. I'm completely honored to have the head football coach's wife from Duke University, Karen Cutcliffe. Karen, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Coach David Cutcliffe is in his 11th year as the head coach at Duke. You know, it's one of the greatest turnaround stories in college football. What are you most proud of? You know, he is a good old-fashioned hard worker, rolling up his shirt sleeves. The thing I'm most proud about is the people that he hired to surround him, mm-hmm. um, because it takes a village. It um, takes a lot of people to make this work. Absolutely. Now, when did you meet David Cutcliffe, and when did you know there was something pretty special about him? We met back in 1982 at the University of Tennessee. He had come there as a part-time coach. Okay. Back in the day, they had part-time coaches instead of GAs or interns, and um, they received a small salary back then. And when he was hired, he came to Tennessee driving a Cadillac, and pulling a bass boat. This is a great story. And when he got to Tennessee, he sold both and bought a used small car. But uh, he had been a head coach at a high school in Birmingham. And uh, when he left there to come to Tennessee as a part-time coach. But um, I was working in the basketball office at Tennessee at the time in my senior year. at Tennessee and we met and um, we were friends for over a year before we even dated. I think becoming such close friends, getting to know him as a person Mm -hmm. is how I really knew something was special about him. Truly becoming friends first was important and, Mm -hmm. um, it just developed from there. And within a year later, we were married. And 34 years later, here we are. 34 years. That's incredible. 34 years. Yes. The career that you've had has been absolutely astounding. You know, you talked about at Banks High School and then an assistant at Tennessee for many, many years, head coach at Ole Miss, back to UT, and then the opportunity to go to Duke. What do you think it's, what's it about Coach Cutcliffe that enables him to stay at the top? Tireless energy, (laughs) giving 100% every day, his work ethic, the relationships he develops. You know, he expects as much as he gives, and I think everyone around him sees him giving his all. Pretty knowledgeable about the game. Mm -hmm. And he is always reading, you know, and trying to better himself about the game, Um, trying to keep up with the times because he's on the older side of the spectrum when it comes to football uh, age and coaches. I would put him up against any young guy with his energy and his uh, work ethic. If you look back on this career and that career that's continuing, what are a handful of things that kind of stick out to you that you just, 
you love about being a coach's wife? It would have to be the relationships with the other coaches and their wives. There's so many, and now they're across the country. So um, that's very special. The players, Mm. the relationships with them, and um, they come back to visit, and they bring their families. And now we've actually had the opportunity to coach some former players' sons. Really? And uh, that's been very special. David always says that we win the lottery when it comes to parents. And we've got some special parents here at Duke, our players' parents. So I think those relationships have really been special. Everyone talks about how close-knit that your family is with the staff, with the players, with the community, truly building that family atmosphere. And um, how do you think you're able to do that? What are some of the ways that you've been able to be successful in that? Well, David and I have always wanted to include, when we can, our personal family with any event that's going on. Uh, because we've liked the players to see him as a normal person, you know, interacting with his own children, and because they just see him as a coach most of the time. So anytime we can have our coaches and wives with their families around the players, we do that, and that develops a family atmosphere. Halloween, we always have a a uh, pumpkin carving contest between each side of the ball. And um, they are amazingly creative in how they carve the pumpkins. And um, then we let the children on the staff, they vote to see who wins the competition. And of course, there'll be some Hello Kitty pumpkins and uh, whatever's popular at the time is what's carved. And you'll also see some bribing going on with some candy being given to the children. But our staff children always dress up in costume and go around and trick or treat at the different tables and the players give them candy. So our players really know our staff children and it just develops a family atmosphere. We go to practice. Our coaches and wives have their players over to dinner Mm-hmm. Uh, during the season. So we try to develop, you know, relationships within our staff and players as much as we can. It's really important. It is, you know, it's more than just the game, you know, it's the, it's the connections that are built and help them see a role model. Now you have four children, right? Marcus, I actually work for him at Austin P. Chris, Katie, and Emily. Talk to me about raising children, you know, as a coach's wife and their ages. You work with Marcus. Marcus and Chris, our son, are both 31, and um, they are not twins. We adopted Marcus when we were at Ole Miss. Marcus and Chris were best friends, and Marcus's mom passed away their first week of high school. So Marcus has been with our family since 2000. So those are our two boys. And then we have two girls, Katie, who is 29, and Emily, who is 18. So we had a bonus baby when we were at Ole Miss. She is 11 years younger than Katie. 
So Chris and Marcus were 13 and Katie was 11 and we have Emily. So, uh, yes, we have three grown children and a freshman in college. On top of that, we have six grandsons, all boys, six grandsons under the age of seven. Oh my goodness. You stay busy. Yes, but they don't live here in Durham. We have two in Atlanta and then four in Oxford, Mississippi, because Chris married his high school sweetheart, and they stayed in Oxford, Mississippi. So we go back to visit a lot and uh, see the four grandsons there. Looking back now, what do you think are some keys that, you know, coaches' wives could be listening now? They're kind of, you know, there could be some that I have ages seven, six, a special needs daughter and uh, a two-year-old son. What advice would you give us um, as we're kind of knee-deep in it um, with the demands of being a coach's wife and raising these families? You know, it's, it's hard. And, um, because as much as your husband wants to be home some evenings, he just can't be because they have to watch film. They have to do what they have to do to be successful on the field. And you have to be flexible because many times they'll say, you know, I can be home by seven and they're, they're going to try, but they can't get there by seven. And, um, you just have to be flexible, like I said. Um, and if there's a night that you can get the kids over to the office or a 30-minute break between practice and your husband's meetings, you know, go over and take a little picnic. I used to do that when the kids were little hmm. at Tennessee on Tuesday nights. We would be there waiting, and uh, we would take Taco Bell every Tuesday it. night. Yes, and David would stop, and he would have about 20 minutes to sit down, but he would be able to ask, you know, how was your day? What did you do? And um, and they looked forward to that every Tuesday night because he didn't get home Tuesday nights until after they were asleep. But um, we we grabbed every minute we could, you know, mm-hmm. that we could see him, but when David was home, he was home. He was completely home. He didn't bring his work home. And, um, and that's often hard for coaches to do. Um, nowadays recruiting is 24 seven and, um, it's a little different now, but, um, you know, you just make the most of every opportunity. Let your kids know that, their daddy loves them. And I think FaceTime now is, uh, makes a world of difference. You can always FaceTime and, you know, he can talk to them, but you know, I don't think people understand how many hours our husbands put in a week. No, I don't think. And, um, no. And I mean, even our families who were so close to us and know that they work long hours, when it comes down to it, no one really understands but coaches' wives how many hours they work. And, um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough because we're the ones that are giving baths and putting them to bed at night. And, um, you know, it's tough. But just every moment you can get 
you just make a memory. Another thing that's a little bit of challenge that you can speak to, because most of your career, um, y'all have been um, at the top level, at the FBS level, Power Five, and you've had to raise children in the spotlight. That might be kind of where things differ. There's a lot of people that move around in jobs or people that relocate, but their husband's ups and downs are not all over TV. They're not leading the story to ESPN. What thoughts do you have on I don't know, protecting your children as they're in the spotlight at some point? We've always taught our children, you know, they've experienced that the highs are so high and the lows are so low. Um, And that's with wins and losses. We've tried to teach them also treat a win and a loss the same. As hard as that can be. Mm. Don't gloat. Don't, when you win, uh, celebrate, you know, that night, you know, the next day celebrate, but let it go because, um, the next week you may be feeling different and you may lose, you know, and, but you can't carry that sad, upset feeling past another day. Let it go. The sun will come up. And so you can't let any negative um, print, TV, I mean, you can't let that affect you. You know, you've let it go because we're working on the next week. You know, Mm -hmm. it's game week again. You just have to look ahead. And um, But once they're old enough and their friends say things and say negative things, that's when it's uh, hurtful Mm -hmm. to them. I think that they just, they develop those few friends that just rally around them and um, having tough skin, you can say you have tough skin, but it's still hard even for me mm-hmm. because I want to protect David and I want to protect my children. But I think if they, they always instill as grown children they look at me. I can feel them turn their head and look at me when something is said on TV or it's said out in the stands or wherever we are. And uh, they look for my reaction Mm. always. And I just try to keep a positive facial reaction because other people are watching me too. Mm. And, And I've taught them just don't let anyone see you sweat (laughs) and they'll tell you that just, um, you know, we can talk about it at home, but out in public, I mean, people have even written about what's in my grocery cart, (laughs) you know, it's like, well, we have bread and milk and eggs just like you do, but it's really, it's really strange. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it is, it is. People are watching People yeah. are, you know, I don't know. <laughs> no, but that's great. You just sort of have to laugh about it, you, you know, and I remind them of that. I love, that's wisdom right there. That really is though. I mean, just, you know, to realize they're looking to you to be almost the emotional leader for everyone to follow, you know, Hey, we're, we're not off base. We're, you're continuing course. And I think that says right. a lot about your internal fortitude, your character, you know, that's hard to do (laughs) well and you know you can feel that head turn and look at you you know your children they just 
I mean, Katie's 29 and I can feel it. And I felt Marcus and Chris. That age, they may be looking to see if I'm okay Mm -hmm. to check on me, but I think they're still wanting to see what's mom, what's mom think about that, you know? So because they'll put up their dukes then and fight, you know, they'll, if I'm ready or, you know, they're just, Hey, you know, we're in it together. You just smile and move forward. So now you're in year 11 there at Duke being the head coach's wife. Are there some things that you enjoy doing with the fellow coaches wives on your staff? Maybe some ideas you could share with us. The last thing we did do was the escape room. Have you ever done an escape oh, what room? Is that? Well, they divide you up and um, there's like nine in a group and you go in different rooms, but you have, I didn't realize it was so, it's really an academic challenge. I mean, it is, it's amazing. You have to follow all these steps, but you have to figure out the clues. And I mean, it's math, it's got mathematics in it. It's science. It, it, you have an hour in there and we did not finish our, uh, task to get our door unlocked to escape, but we were very close. I think we were one step away in my, my group. Oh my goodness. Wow. No, I haven't done that before. That sounds interesting. What a neat team building thing. Yes. And I'm sure around your city, there there would be an escape room. Now, I saw where you and Coach Cutcliffe create an endowment for the Duke Catholic Center last year. Why is that important to you? We're very proud of the work that the Duke Catholic Center does on uh, Duke's campus. We're very involved with uh, Duke students uh, at the Catholic Center, and I'm on the board of directors there. We go to Mass. Um, right there on campus each Sunday with the students. We just like staying involved and we love so much the priests there and the people that are uh, involved with the students that are on staff there. And um, that was just one place where we chose that we wanted to dedicate money to, to keep, you know, that fellowship going there and uh, sponsor that is just a very positive and uh, important place to us. Okay, I have some fast five questions for you. You ready? Oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I've heard some fast five that they've asked David and the coaches at ACC meetings, and they're pretty funny, but I'm ready for yours. Okay, here we go. Mine aren't too bad. What's something people will be surprised to know about you? That I taught first grade for 15 years. Wow. Yes, I did. And I would have still be, I would still be teaching had we not left Knoxville and moved to Ole Miss. Okay. What is your favorite tailgate food? Uh, My mother's uh, fried chicken. Who was the last person you called? My mother. (laughs) What is your favorite book? I'm assuming you enjoy reading uh, to elementary school kids and then of course reading yourself elementary school kids, first grade, it had to be any Tommy DePaula book. He's an author and an illustrator. And uh, I have books around my house right now um, for Christmas that are signed by him. And uh, he was my favorite. 
And right now, I'm reading Maria Shriver's book, I've Been Thinking, and it is fabulous. She just uh, came out with that, and it's about reflections and prayers and meditations for a meaningful life, and it's wonderful. Okay. It may, it's not my favorite. Uh, I'm not finished with it, but it's the one I'm reading right now. Perfect. Okay. Do you have a favorite TV show? This Is Us. Yes. I love it. Yes, that's oh my gosh, I love it. I have a this is I could talk about that that show forever. It's fascinating to me. I cry every week. Oh my gosh, the writers are brilliant. I don't know how they do it. I don't the twists and turns and uh, yeah, there's no one that does not like that show that's watched it. I just, it's amazing. I think we can all relate to like one of the characters or multiple characters. I've never seen anything like it. Me either. I just, um, I love it. Um, it's just an amazing show to me. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so very much, Karen, for sharing insight and wisdom. It's just been encouraging. I appreciate you taking time with us. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Make sure to subscribe to the Coach's Wife Life podcast. And for a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coach's Wife Life.